Not one Democrat in the entire U.S. House voted to protect the rights of women and girls in sports. An IRS agent claims the Justice Department is interfering with the agency's Hunter Biden investigation. Plus, left-wing legislation around the country sinks to new lows. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is the 13-Minute News Hour. And God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. Hope you had a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with women's sports because sports in general is something that is very important to me. You can learn a lot in school and you can learn a lot in books, but there is something special about competitive, high-level sports. You learn what it is like to train and to focus on a goal. You learn to toughen yourself up for competition. You feel the highs of victory and that sick feeling of defeat. You learn how to deal with pressure, the difference between practicing your sport and performing the same skills, but this time in front of people with a championship on the line. And you learn about fairness. When it comes to girls and women's sports, fairness plays a key role. Men and women are different. That's why you have male and female divisions in many sports. The Title IX legislation passed some 50 years ago was designed to protect women's sports. And so now in 2023, it is simply stunning that the Democrats, who say they are defenders of women, that they seek to advance women's rights, have completely sold out to the radical transgender lobby. And the result is a playing field that is fundamentally not fair. Kyle Gabinelli. That right there was just a small example from a high school track meet. In recent years, we've seen men, actual men, take the top prizes in women's weightlifting, women's cycling, women's track, women's wrestling. In high school volleyball, we also saw this. That's a girl getting head and neck injuries after she was spiked in the face by a guy. And of course, there's William Thomas, who was ranked number 462 in men's collegiate swimming, but then was allowed to compete in women's collegiate swimming under the name Leah Thomas. He went from number 462 to number one in the country. Well, House Republicans decided to do something about this fundamental unfairness by putting forward the Protect Women's in Sports bill. The bill basically says men can't compete in women's sports. And at ESPN, which has become a cesspool of woke commentary and left-wing activism, Two sports anchors have spoken out in favor of protecting women's sports. At the usually woke network of ESPN, sports anchors are saying what the majority of Americans, the vast majority of Americans, already feel. That banning trans women from competing in women's sports isn't about hate or discrimination of trans people. It's about fairness for the 99-plus percent of Americans who aren't trans. Sam Ponder. This would take away so many opportunities for biological women and girls in sports. It's a shame that we are needing to fight for the integrity of Title IX in 2023 and the reason it was needed in the first place. Hashtag save women in sports. Sage Steele. This is heartbreaking, maddening, and really difficult to watch. I keep thinking I'm going to wake up and be relieved that it was all just a ridiculous, comical, nonsensical dream. I stand with Riley Gain. Save women's sports. So here's the deal. On Thursday, the House passed the Save Women's Sports Bill, and the bill passed without one Democrat voting for it. Not one Democrat 
thought that women should compete against women. Not one Democrat voted to say that men winning races and scholarships in women's sports is fundamentally not fair. Not one. The Democrats are working to erase women, all while saying that they defend women. Now they can't even define what a woman is. Here's House Democrat leader Hakeem Jeffries talking about the bill. And the extreme mega Republicans are trying to sensationalize an issue that doesn't really exist in the way that they are falsely portraying. Just pathetic. But that's what the Democrats are doing. They are trying to erase women, not just in sports, but everywhere. In addition to all these women's sports competitions that have been won by men, Joe Biden recently gave a Woman of the Year award to a man. A recent Best Actress award was given to a man. The list goes on and on, but the point to remember is that in the pursuit of obvious common sense fairness, it's the Democrats who are saying, nope, the rights and opinions of, and mental well-being of girls and women just don't matter. What matters is advancing a leftist agenda and women are the target. All right, next let's talk about the Hunter Biden IRS whistleblower. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Next, there's been explosive news this week regarding the IRS investigation into Hunter Biden's taxes and business dealings. And although there is a ton of evidence out there, namely from actual emails, documents, and texts from Hunter Biden's own laptop that show corruption, influence peddling, and other illegal activities, now an IRS agent is seeking whistleblower protections so that he can present information that he says shows perjury and interference into the Hunter Biden investigation by at least one appointed senior official in the Joe Biden's Justice Department. Here's some of the claims being put forward by the potential IRS whistleblower in a discussion with the agent's attorney and Fox News. Has information that contradicts sworn testimony to Congress by senior political appointee, uh, failure to mitigate clear conflicts of interest and ultimate disposition of this case that you're talking about, and examples of preferential treatment in politics improperly infecting decisions as laid out in this letter. These are serious allegations. And the reporting out there right now is that this senior appointed official who is lying to Congress and injecting politics into the investigation is Biden's Attorney General Merrick Garland. When asked whether Biden has confidence that Garland is doing things by the book, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre had this response. The president has always been clear during the campaign, during his presidency, that the Department of Justice should have independence, uh, they should not be politicized, and they should be able to do their job uh, uh, independently, essentially. Well, that was just a whole lot of nothing. It's the same response from her every single time. And I really wish the press corps would actually push for real answers. Now, the attorney for the potential whistleblower couldn't say if Merrick Garland is, in fact, the official who was lying to Congress, but he did add this. Uh, what I can say is a career law enforcement officer who knows the right way to do an investigation, when he hears a senior a politically appointed official at the Department of Justice under sworn testimony say something, and in his mind it's directly contradictory to what he knows is going on with the investigation. And what he can he, prove with documents. What he can prove with documents, he wants to come forward. Friends, this entire administration is corrupt, not just the Biden family, 
but senior officials across government. Now it looks like Biden's Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, was directly involved in that letter that was put together that claimed that Hunter Biden laptop story was just Russian disinformation. The, that was a lie, folks. The laptop's real. It's been verified. And yet that story was suppressed by big tech on behalf of Joe Biden's team, and it directly influenced the 2020 election. This is not only corruption, but election interference. There are also many stories now involving the Biden family, and they all point to a network of crime, corruption, and cover-ups. All right, next, here's an update on left-wing legislation from across the country. Now, we see what's going on with crime and violence and rolling blackouts and woke policies in these Democrat-run cities and states, but the legislation that is coming forward now is just shocking. As an example, consider what just passed in Washington state legislature. This bill, Senate Bill 5599, allows runaways to be housed without parental consent, and it allows child mutilation surgeries, castration, sterilization, to be performed on these children without parental consent. Of course, the bill calls such horrific surgeries gender-affirming care, but these procedures have nothing to do with healthcare, and the left is pushing for these life-altering procedures to be performed on kids without parental consent. In California, one Democrat legislator is seeking to make it a crime to criticize teachers who are teaching sexualized gender identity topics to children. Now, if your alarm bells are going off because to you this sounds like a violation of your First Amendment rights, then you'd be right on target. The bill claims to be focusing on teachers who are facing harassment, but when you look at the definition of harassment in the bill, it states, quote, unlawful violence, a credible threat of violence, or a knowing and willful course of conduct directed at a specific person that seriously alarms, annoys, or harasses the person, and that serves no legitimate purpose. To me, some of the key words or phrases to think about in that definition are the word annoys and the phrase serves no legitimate purpose. That sounds a whole lot like the collusion between the government and big tech, which we saw when they were censoring COVID information. If some government entity can, can, can declare that your free speech annoys someone or serves no legitimate purpose, then it can shut it down? It's not up to the government to determine if your speech has value. It's your speech. It doesn't have to have value. And the government cannot prohibit it. Those are just two examples. But as you can imagine, there are many more out there around the country. Okay, so we've had Democrats who want to erase women, corruption in the Biden administration, and outrageous left-wing legislators. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. So first up on Relaxed Brain Friday is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who was recently interviewed by Comedy Central and asked whether the new raises for New York City police officers are a misplaced use of funds. I think so. We are now at a point where officially most officers are paid more than a teacher with a master's degree serving these same kids involved in these same incidents. We are defunding safety, defunding our public schools, defunding our public pools, defunding our parks, defunding our libraries. Defunding our pools and parks. Let me just say that it probably doesn't matter how much you invest in pools and parks if the people who go to those pools and parks end up getting beaten, robbed, or killed. Crime is out of control in New York City and other Democrat-run cities. But AOC says, hey, 
give us more pools. Then there's Joe Biden, who just signed an executive order creating the White House Office of Environmental Justice. Yep, the order will also force agencies to be subject to an environmental scorecard. According to the Post Millennial, the order says it will focus on ensuring that lower income people and minorities are not subjected to disproportionate environmental harms, especially those stemming from a legacy of racial discrimination. Imagine that, racial discrimination. I mean, Biden and the Democrats can find racial discrimination in a zebra. It's just crazy. Then there are these breaking headlines from the Babylon Bee. Walgreens cashier asks if you want to round up to help pay for some of the merchandise stolen this week. And in a headline that brings together both foreign and domestic policy, Biden warns that if debt ceiling isn't raised, we might default on our obligations to Ukraine. And finally, Anheuser-Busch thinks it's figured out a way back from the boycotts. Bud Light smooths things over with new ad featuring drag queen waving American flag. Sounds about right. How about if they just make beer? That's kind of a novel idea. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show, so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Monday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.